Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Boom Biology Podcast. I'm your host, Benin Tapper, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about plants, and specifically, we are going to be talking about the structure of flowering plants. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how plants look, their different parts, and then what is the function behind each part. And the way I'm going to structure these episodes is they're going to be a bit shorter because I found that you guys really liked the fact that episodes were short in the ecology section. So one episode might be on roots, the next on leaves, stems, that's how I'm going to go about this section. Or if it all fits into 15 minutes, then I'll just keep going and have a full episode. But I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and just happy listening. We're going to go off with the definitions. So our definitions for today's chapter. The meristem is the plant's tissue capable of mitosis. Your cotyledon is a seed leaf. Woody plants contain wood. Herbaceous plants do not contain wood or lignin. A node is a point on a stem at which a leaf is attached. An internode is a region on a stem between two nodes. A bud is a potential growth point that may develop into a shoot or a leaf or a flower. A lenticel is an opening on a stem for gaseous exchange. Venation is the patterns of veins in the leaf. Lignin is the strengthening materials found in a plant cell walls. Lignin is the strengthening materials found in plant cell walls. And a cotyledon is a seed leaf. So what are our goals slash learning outcomes for this chapter? We want to be able to know the names of the various parts of the plant. And we want to be able to know the function of each of those parts. We want to learn about the different types of roots and what the function of each root is. We want to be able to understand the various zones of a root and what happens at each zone. We want to be able to understand the structure of a stem in winter and the functions of a stem in general. We want to be able to observe the different patterns, so the venation that is found in leaves. We want to learn about the function of leaves. We want to be able to learn about the different types of tissues in flowering plants. We want to be able to explain the structure and the differences that you can find in xylem and phloem. We want to be able to find the location of a plant tissue in the roots, the stems, and the leaves. And we want to learn about seed leaves, so monocot and dicot features. And then there's an experiment, which I will explain in brief detail about how to prepare and examine a transverse section of a dicot stem. So starting off, we're just gonna look at a flowering plant. And in general, what kind of features do plants have on them? They have roots, leaves, stems, and a flower. But then looking at the different functions of those. So we're going to work from the top down. So at the very top, you have what's known as an apical bud. And the job of an apical bud is to make the stem grow at the top, at the tip. And to keep the structure in one direction up at the top. Then you have your flower, which helps in reproduction and it looks pretty and it will invite pollinators over. Then you have your stem and the main function of the stem is structure to keep the plant in one position, to hold up the plant and to also hold the leaves in one place. Then you have a nodes and internodes and within An internode is the region on a stem in between two nodes. And a node then is the point on a stem at which the leaf 
is attached. So wherever there's a leaf attached, that's your node. And then wherever there's no leaf attached, so that kind of distance between one leaf and the other leaf, you would have your internode. And then you have your leaf. Leaf's function is mainly for photosynthesis. And then you go down into the shoot system, so into the root system. And the root system, you have your primary root, so your top root, and then you have lateral or secondary roots coming out from your primary root, so they're a bit smaller. And primary root would be your top root, your top root, and then the lateral roots would be also known as your secondary roots. So a flowering plant can be put into two categories when you're talking about a structure your root system which is at the bottom and you don't really get to see much of that because it's underground and then you have your shoot system which is above the ground so first of all we are going to start off with our roots and there are three main types of roots you have tap roots fibrous roots and adventitious roots so with tap roots right your tap root is known as your primary root it's the main root that will develop from the radical now what's a radical so you have your seed right and two main parts come out of that seed when a plant starts to grow. You have your radical, which grows downwards, and then you have your plumule, which will grow upwards. Your radical is what will form the roots. So that main root that comes from the radical straight away is what's known as the tap root. From the tap root then, you have little roots coming out of it. And those little roots are what known as lateral roots. So you have your big tap root and then you have mini lateral roots around it. And these are found in dicots. So a dicot is a plant that would have two seed leaves. And again, it will form one main root and then smaller roots from that. Then you have your fibrous roots. That's the second type of root we're on about. And in fibrous roots, you have your radical, it will develop a bunch of roots and then it will die. And when it dies, each root that's left behind is the same size they're equally sized roots so unlike in tap roots where we saw that there was one big tap root and then lateral roots from that no here every root that is left is the same size and then the third type of root that you have is what's known as adventitious roots and adventitious roots are roots that don't develop from a radical at all they just grow in strange or random places from the plant so an example of fibrous roots would be from onions and ivy so they just grow, start growing in random places of the plant and from there it just grows so there's no radical involved in this so three main types tap fibrous adventitious tap one big then smaller ones developing from the big fibrous each root the same size the third one it they all grow randomly so what are the functions of roots? Think about it yourself. What are the jobs that a root has? It keeps the plant in the one spot. It aids, anchors the plant in the one spot so that the plant doesn't move around or get lost or whatever. It doesn't float away by the wind, that it stays anchored into the one spot. The other function that a root has is to absorb water and minerals from the soil. So Soil is really important to a plant because that's where a plant will get minerals and water from. Because when water falls, when rain comes, it grows into the ground. And then from the ground, the soil, the roots pick it up from that. So transporting materials up into the plant, which is done mainly by the root hairs. And taking in water, taking in minerals from the soil, those edaphic factors that keep the plant going, that 
is another function of your root. Then what else does it do? So that material is in the roots now. You got your water, you got your minerals. How is it going to go up to the shoots? Your roots, their job is to transport that from their roots, from the roots, up to the shoots. Transporting water and materials from roots to the shoots is the roots job. And then finally, it acts as a food store in some foods. So in foods like carrots or in foods like radishes, your root is the main part of the plant in that you, the food is stored in there. Now there are some plants out there that are very soft and then there are other plants that don't, that aren't soft, that have wood. And this whole hardness slash softness is what's kind of determined by this um, substance known as lignin. So herbaceous plants are plants that don't contain wood or lignin in them. And then you have woody plants, which would contain wood slash lignin in them. Lignin, if you have wood, you know you're going to be more durable. So that's an advantage that harder plants would have. Whereas herbaceous plants, they would be mostly green and the green helps them with their photosynthesis. So now we're going to move on into the zones of a root. So when you look at a root in a bit more detail and you zoom in onto the root. So there are four main zones in a root, right? You have your zone of protection, zone of cell production, zone of elongation, and then zone of differentiation. Now these words sound hard, but we're going to get there. Starting off with your zone of protection. In your zone of protection, you have what's known as a root cap. And the job of this root cap is that it protects the cells of the root as they push through the soil. So you know a root grows and soil is a pretty hard substance. It's hard to break through. So as it breaks down, you don't want any damage to the cells, right? So you want a little shield or kind of a form of protection. That is the job of the root cap. It's going to protect those root cells so that they can push through the soil without damaging themselves. Then in the zone of cell production, what you have there, new cells are made in your zone of cell production. And they are made in this structure that is known as a meristem. Meristem, mitosis. Both of them start with M, so think of it in that way. Your meristem, the job of the meristem is that it contains plant tissue that is capable of mitosis. And new cells are gonna be made, and new cells in a multicellular organism, when they're made through mitosis, the main job of that is growth and repair of cells. So your meristem is making all these new cells. And then in the zone of elongation, you have those new cells that come from the meristem, they allow the plant to grow. So there's this chemical called auxin, which acts as a growth regulator, and the auxin makes the cells grow longer. And there's more cells, there's longer cells, which means that there's going to be overall growth in the plant. So zone of elongation, auxin, growth of plant is the function. And then you have what's known as your zone of differentiation. Now in your zone of differentiation, what happens is that all your cells that have been made, these long, big cells, are now given a function, they're given a job, and from that, they're going to go to various parts of the plant. So in the zone of differentiation, they are differentiated or assigned different jobs. And now the cells are going to do their own thing. And on the outside, you have your root hairs, your vascular tissue, and your epidermis. Epidermis is the skin that your root is going to have. You have your root hairs. Now, the, what is the job of a root hair? The job of a root hair is to absorb the water and the minerals that you get from the soil. And then vascular tissue, it transports materials up the plant. 
up into the shoots. So now we are going to talk about stems. And in stems, if you were to look from the top down, you have at the tip what's known as an apical bud. And the function of the apical bud is to make the stem grow at the tip. So it will make the stem grow in one direction, it growing upwards. And if you were to cut the apical bud, the plant is going to grow in all directions like a bush would. So the apical bud is really important in kind of maintaining direction and things like that. And then you have a leaf scar. So a leaf scar is basically when a leaf falls, it leaves its mark behind. And then you have scale scars. Now scale scars will show you where the apical bud previously used to be. And then the distance between one scale scar and the next scale scar indicates one year. So one scale scar, the other scale scar, gap in the middle will be one year. And then if you were to count the scale scars, you will know how old the plant actually is. And then from that, you also have your lenticels and your lenticels are basically mini pores or holes. And their whole job is like, they're an opening on your stem, like I said, with pores and their job is gaseous exchange. They will help with carbon dioxide and oxygen and the whole like gaseous exchange part of the stem. And from that, also, you have what's known as a auxiliary or a lateral bud. And a lateral bud is kind of a potential growth area. So where could a plant, where could a part of a plant potentially grow out up from? It could grow either into a shoot, it could grow either into a leaf, or it could either grow into a flower. So a bud is a potential growth point. Then what are the functions of the stem? Well, if you think about it, stems hold your leaves and they hold your flower in place. So they support the aerial parts or the parts that are above the ground of the plant. They also transport water and minerals to the leaves and the flowers. So from the roots, the material goes up and then it goes into the stem. And then from the stem, it will then go into the leaves and into the flowers. And after that, they also do photosynthesis if they are colored green. So if the colored is green, if they are colored green, they can, will carry out photosynthesis and stems also store food for whenever it's needed. So now we're going to move on to leaves. So leaves come, as you know, from a stem. So you have your stem and then you have your leaf. And where the stem and the leaf connect is what's known as a node. And then the part, the starting part of the leaf, which is connected to the node, is what's known as a petiole. Sometimes you find what's known as an auxiliary bud. And the job of an auxiliary bud is that this could grow into it's a potential growth point so it could potentially grow either a leaf a flower or a shoot and after your pto then you have your main leaf and in your main leaf you have what's known as your veins and you have your midrib which is usually the middle line of your leaf and you have the end then and the end of the leaf is what's known as your leaf blade your leaf blade is also known as your lamina now with the leaf we talked about the various parts, but then moving into the veins specifically. So with the veins, there are two types of what is known as venation. So venation is the pattern that you're going to find of veins on a leaf. And there's two main types. There's either parallel venation or there's going to be net slash reticulate venation. So in parallel venation, you're going to mainly find this in plants that are monocot, so that have one seed leaf. And within your venation, in this type parallel, you're going to find parallel lines in the leaf and you're going to have your leaf blade. So the outside part of it is 
and then inside you're going to have these parallel lines which are going to act as your veins. Then you have net venation which is the second main type which you're going to find in a dicot plant. Your dicot plant being a plant that has two seed leaves and your net venation right you have one main big vein and then from that little veins come out. And so repeating all of that again venation is the pattern of veins that you're going to find on a leaf. Two main types. You're going to have parallel venation and then you're going to have reticulate venation. Parallel, parallel lines. And monocots have the parallel venation. And then with net venation, it's one main big vein from which little veins stem out. And from those little veins, you're going to find it from a dicot plant, which would have two seed leaves. So then what are the functions of leaves then? So their main jobs of leaf is photosynthesis. So your plant is going to use the leaves to make the food. The other job of leaves then is gaseous exchange. So your leaves have stomata in them that allow carbon dioxide in and oxygen can go out. They also lose water in what's known as transpiration. So transpiration is basically needed for excess water to get out of the plant so that new clean fresh water can come in and the new minerals can come into the plant as well. So excess water then comes out of the plant through the leaves in what's known as transpiration. Now in transpiration it's also really helpful for the plant because it can act like the whole purpose of sweat as you know is to cool down the body. So if you were to use the plant version of sweat that's basically transpiration. It helps the plant to cool down as well and it also helps leaves. Their other job is to store food. So leaves are eaten by so many. So grass is eaten by so many animals things like lettuce, cabbage, other kind of leaves and stuff, you know, spinach. Why do we eat these foods? Because these foods have energy in them. And the leaves are eaten because there is energy in them. So you can think of leaves as an energy store of the plant. And that is a wrap for today's episode. On tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about tissues and plant tissues and where you're going to find the main parts of the plant and the plant tissues in those and the various jobs of plant tissues, what do plant tissue structures look like and where are they found in the plant. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow, subscribe to this podcast and thank you so much. Bye!